Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Friday. We made it through another week. Naughties. We've got a great show today. Unfortunately, our friend Corey is not going to be joining us today, so it's just us Naughties. Don't worry, though. We've got a ton of stuff to discuss. So we're in good hands. Let's jump right in. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. There is a new video out there of Ben Affleck seemingly slamming a car door behind Jennifer Lopez, and it has Twitter in a tizzy. Uh, So somebody uh, send help, because I can't stop watching this video clip of J-Lo and Ben that has been circulating on TikTok and on Twitter. The clip shows Mr. and Mrs. Affleck approaching their fancy parked car. They have their go-to coffee cups in their hands, so it looks like they went out on a coffee run. They're not dressed up to the nines. They're not in ball gowns. They're not going to a red carpet. It looks like a morning trip to go and get some coffee. And then they're walking back to the car. Now, initially, Ben opens the car door for his wife like a gentleman. Then he seems to use his whole body to shut it behind her with a disapproving level of oomph. At the end of the clip, right before getting into the driver's seat, Ben notices that he's actually being filmed and pulls a slightly irritated face at the camera. Over the original TikTok, the creator wrote, quote, Ben Affleck shows that chivalry isn't dead. So initially this was posted as something really nice, something really good. What a gentleman, what a lovely husband, referring to the fact that he opened the door for his wife, Jennifer Lopez. But others then started to comment and were more preoccupied with the way he seemingly slammed the door shut. And people are saying, quote... I am screaming. Why did he slam the door like that? Another person wrote, Ben looks like the most miserable husband in the world. Somebody else adds, chivalry isn't dead, but it looks like happiness is. 
Another person added, quote, Ben looks like he's carrying all the world's problems on his back. He looks so miserable. Remember when he went to the award show with, with J-Lo? I think it was the MTV Awards. And he looked miserable. And she said, that's just his face. He had a perfectly lovely time. He just has a, a resting, grumpy face. Now, they recently were on a red carpet. So her big movie, Mother, premiered in LA. And they looked pretty tense on the carpet. And now the Daily Mail has a lip reader. Because they had a little bit of an exchange on the carpet. And what happened is Jennifer said to Ben, am I showing too much? She had a low-cut top on and he said don't worry babe and then she said she she said come closer to me and then after they did photographs he said that's us done before giving her a kiss and asking if she was okay she said yes and then ben said he needed to step over there this is a lot here so you can watch the video on naughtygossip.com Lots of stuff going on. Does it tell you something about a couple, the way they act? Not what they say, but the way they act. I have friends who uh, have been together a while, and I, I don't think they really like each other. Like, I have a friend of mine who lives in, in L.A. who has a miserable boyfriend. They've been together forever, and they don't really like each other. But the press release is, we're in love, it's the greatest relationship ever. However, the way they treat one another tells me they're not really that in love. In fact, I don't think they even like each other. When I saw this video of Ben slamming the door shut, like really angry, I think he has anger issues. It didn't look good, but I want to know what you have to say, what you have to think about all this. And this brings us to our poll question of the day. Ben Affleck slammed a car door behind Jennifer Lopez and it has Twitter in a tizzy. Is this a bad sign? Are they in trouble? Go vote! On our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, moving along, this is dangerous, but Hilary Duff admits that she follows Gwyneth Paltrow's diet, which is also known as the starvation diet. You heard that right. Hillary admitted that she often follows Gwyneth's controversial health plan, which has been dubbed by many people as the starvation diet. She said, quote, Sometimes I try to, you know. Gwyneth's in trouble for saying this, but sometimes I try to drink coffee in the morning and starve off my hunger. Ooh, she said this to Molly Sims, the actress, the model. Then Hillary went on to explain that she's obsessed with these cauliflower rounds. And she described them as super clean and she likes them crisp and she does them in the air fryer. She adds that she tops them off with an egg salad or maybe a fried egg, avocado or even vegan sausage. And she does enjoy oats as well. But the mother of three made sure to point out that she does consume calories when she makes her kids lunch. She said, quote, if we're being honest, I eat a chicken nugget in the morning when I'm packing the lunches. So there's one left over and she pops it down the hatch. I try not to judge how people eat what they do do it's none of my business however this is a message that people are sending Gwyneth Hillary that's really dangerous really dangerous starving yourself is not a diet it's starving yourself have a plan if you want to lose weight if you want to be healthy start with the plan and that plan should not be starvation because it never works as you know I lost a lot of weight 60 pounds over the pandemic and it was because I was eating healthy I wasn't drinking I wasn't going out late at night and I was doing exercise every single day and that changed my life 
I've managed to maintain it. I've kept off about 40 of the 60 pounds. I feel really good. This time three years ago, I was out drinking. I was meeting sources. I was going out late. I was eating food at one o'clock in the morning. And I just, my body had got to the age where it started to matter. When you're 20, you can pop out of bed like a piece of toast. You can drink and then get up in the morning almost without a hangover. That's not true once you reach 30, 40, 50. So take care of yourself and come up with a real plan and don't follow these celebrities. Yes, we look at Gwyneth, we look at Hillary. They look fabulous. I get it. I get it. But you can't starve yourself to look like them because it just won't work. And I promise you too, these celebrities are not starving themselves. They've got very, very carefully thought out diets. They can afford chefs. They can afford people to create the perfect meal for them every day. They can afford to work out every day. And not only can they afford it, they have the time to do it. During the pandemic, I was I was so, so disbobulated my life. Everything could be... Every- We don't have the time. Two hours a day, it's such a luxury. But they do, so don't listen to them here. It's very, very dangerous. Hey, moving along, Taylor Swift isn't sure about committing to Matty Healy. And she said it's too soon, or at least sources are saying it's too soon after her split with Joe. So they were spotted at a private club here in New York, having fun. They were on a double date, four of them out. It's a private club, so it's very hard to get into. But she was there with Matty. They are together, but sources are saying she's taking it really slow and she's not sure yet if she wants to commit to something so soon. So she just broke up after six years. That's a long time. Six years with Joe Aldridge. That was first reported in April, not that long ago. And it happened quietly and privately about... About a month before. So they've been broken up actually a little bit longer than we think. They broke up about a month, four weeks before we heard about it. Now the sun has revealed that she's in a new relationship with Matty Healy and we have evidence of that from just last night. They were out and about in New York but sources are saying yes, they're romantically involved but it's not that serious. It's a new romance. It's puppy love that you know when you first start in dating somebody and it's so exciting and it's so much fun and you're getting to know them and explore them explore their lives, explore their tastes, their ideas. That's what it is here. Don't worry. Taylor's not getting married. She's not getting engaged. She likes him. It's flirting. It's fun. And she might even just be seeing him to get over Joe. She loved Joe. Six years. That's a long time with somebody. Six years. And poof, it is all gone. So Matty might just be there as somebody helping her through a breakup. Or who knows? It might turn into something more serious. But at the moment, it's just a little bit of summer love. This story drove me crazy. So Meg Ryan dared to show her face in public and people can't stop bullying her for it. So when women have the audacity to age, especially women who are in the public eye, it becomes clear that nothing they could do is right. Meg Ryan is total proof of this because she dared to leave her home to go to a great charity event and now people are bullying her, bullying her over it. She's 61 years old. Get this. Meg was 35 when she made You've Got Mail. She was 30, just 30, when she starred in Sleepless in Seattle. And apparently she's supposed to have the same face that she did when she was 30, that face for eternity. 
Well, that's just not the way the world works, even if you are a superstar. Last week, she attended the premiere of Michael J. Fox's new documentary that documents his battle with Parkinson's disease. She was there doing a good thing. She was lending her support, her celebrity, her fame to a friend of hers who is suffering, who's trying to get attention for this hateful, hateful disease. She turned up. She was photographed with him. She's not been photographed in a while. And now everybody is saying that she looks very different. In fact, certain media outlets are saying unrecognisable. If you see that in a headline, they never say it about a man. They only ever say it about a woman, and it's cruel. Of course she doesn't look the same. She's 61 years old. She doesn't look like she's 30. Neither do you, neither do I. Stop bullying Meg Ryan. i got to admit, I might have been guilty of doing this to Madonna, to other celebrities, always women, never men. But I'm going to stop. I'm not doing this anymore. Meg looks fabulous. She was out for a night with her friend Michael J. Fox. She was doing good. And that's what we're going to focus on. Not the fact she doesn't look 30, 35 anymore. Okay, quickly, before we go to break, the king and the queen of England, that's King Charles, when you say the king and the queen, you know who I mean, spoke about safety issues on the palace balcony. So the sovereigns were smiling on the balcony, but apparently Charles expressed a bit of bit of concern, particularly for his wife. So Charles said, I'm not going to get any closer to the front so the fire service don't have to run and rescue me. So the balcony at Buckingham Palace, it was built a long time ago, and I, I don't even know if it's up to code. Can you imagine that? It's very low. It's very, very low. So I've never been on it, but I know somebody who has, and they said it's quite terrifying fine to be that high up with this little little banister. It should be higher, but they don't want to make it any higher because they don't want to cut off the view. Everybody likes to see the royals, so the, the banister's quite low. And while they were on the balcony, Camilla sort of took charge and she told people to move here, move there. At one point, she could be seen saying, just drop it. She, that she had a long gown on, like a long cape, and people were helping her with that. But she said, don't worry about it. I can deal with it. But they don't get too close to the front. And also to there's children up there so it's quite concerning so you want to look comfortable you want to look relaxed but at the same time you want to be safe I do lots of hits for German TV, British TV here in New York when there's big celebrity news or royal news. And a friend of mine, Dominic, who works for German TV, he lives in this fabulous building that has a roof deck, but it's like on the 50th floor. It's so high up, you feel like you're on an aeroplane. But it looks magnificent. I stand there and I talk about celebrities and they send the footage to Germany and they love it because it's New York. It's New York. Behind me are all the fabulous buildings. I've told him I just can't do it anymore because the railing, it's too low for me. I get a bit scared of heights. I'm not a big fan of heights. So I can't concentrate. I can't do my work. I can't look comfortable on TV when I'm 50 flights above Manhattan. No, 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 no. You have to do what's comfortable here. So Charles, Camilla, if you're listening, hello, hello, hello. We totally get it. We do not like heights. I do not like heights at all. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Corey's off today, but let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Did you sing along? Thank you so much. So a lip reader revealed that Charles had some brutal remarks to Camilla at the coronation. He was furious 
that William and Kate were late, making him and Camilla sit in that carriage for several minutes. It was meant to be like clockwork. Everybody is meant to enter the the abbey, the cathedral, before the king. He is meant to enter last. It's his day. He's the star. He's the king. Well, apparently, he couldn't enter right away because William and Kate were a little tardy. Now, remember, they have three young children, so it's a lot going on there, although they do had have a lot of help. Should Charles just let this go? It's a, it's a great day, Charles. It's the day you're going to become king. Or does he have a right to be angry at tardy William and Kate? Let's have a look. Oh, 60% said he's right to be angry. It's his day. It's not theirs. Get it together. Get up earlier. Don't be late. I, I have this thing about lateness. Oh, it drives me crazy. Mark Lupo's always on time. Garrett's always on time. Donny-ish time-ish. Miss D, hmm. But it's interesting. What friends do you have? Who, who do you have? I know the people who are going to be late. Sometimes I trick them too. If I'm going to meet Miss D at six o'clock for drinks, I pretend I'm going to meet her at 5.30. And then we both turn up on time at six. Donny... Maybe five minutes late, five minutes early. Mark, oh, very much on time. If you say 5.30 with Mark Lupo, it is 5.30 on the dot. Where are you on this? Let me know. And don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page, which is at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for... And nicest of the day. Oh, this story makes me smile. So Jennifer Gardner got incredibly candid about the problem, that's the right word, problem with being labelled nice. She said nice shouldn't be conflated into being a doormat. That's what she said. She said, quote, the problem with, oh, she's so nice, is that when I have any kind of boundary, people think of it as much more than it actually is. She, she went on to say that she's not perfect, she's not she's not perfect and she doesn't think she's rude but she's not good at faking it and sometimes when she's out and people come up to her she scowls and she doesn't want to talk and she doesn't want to take pictures and people think that that boundary is much more than it really is because everybody thinks she's so nice. She did add, which I think is just marvellous, she said, I have no reason not to be nice my life is lovely. That's the tell, isn't it? When people are not nice, it's not about you. They're not nice because their life, their lives are not nice. They have miserable lives. I can tell somebody who has a really horrible life by the way they treat other people. People that are walking around, you see them just angry, ready to lash out. It's not about you. It's about them. They are miserable. They have a miserable life. Jennifer Gardner says, I have no reason not to be nice because my life is is lovely but she said I'm not afraid to stand up for myself and she said that isn't going to fly with me and when that happens people are shocked but we're not we love you Jennifer Gardner and nice is the day and now our naughty is the day naughty 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 so poor Katy Perry her brutal take and it was pretty brutal take on Meghan Markle's wedding gown has resurfaced so when Meghan Markle got married in 2018 doesn't time fly Katy was asked about the wedding dress, I thought it was gorgeous, but she said, quote, I would have done one more fitting. Ouch. Then she went on to praise Kate's dress and say, Kate won. Kate won. I'm sorry. I'm never going to not tell you the truth. One more fitted 
but I love you. She did add, ultimately, that she doesn't really know Meghan Markle very well, but has heard she is lovely. But she did criticise the fit of the dress. It was a little off, wasn't it? For somebody who has a designer dress designed for their body, I think it could have done with one more fitting. Well, in any case, she said this in 2018. The reason it's popping back up today is because of the coronation. She performed at King Charles's coronation, and suddenly this clip of her sort of dissing Meghan Markle's dress a little bit gently has now resurfaced. I don't know if that's fair and naughtiest of the day. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. For 15, 20 minutes, we love giving you all the breaking celebrity news, but for a moment, we're a little bit more deep. Today's moment of Rob. If you find yourself quickly swiping by all the people who are supporting you to find the one who doesn't, then you have a problem. I do this. I have a ton of great friends, lots of support. I have the naughties, people that are kind to me. Sometimes I can ignore all the nice things and just focus on the one mean one. Do you do that? If people flood you with nice comments, have a great day, and one person's nasty, you think about that one person all day long. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to focus on all the good stuff and not let the one rotten apple ruin the whole thing. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.